0: I'm Kelsey. And I'm Jordan. Welcome to the Same More Show, a safe space where you will walk away
1: feeling empowered, inspired, and curious. This is a show where we have real, raw, honest conversations to help you deepen your relationships, own your life, and create magic in the mundane. Every Thursday, join me and Jordan Nolan,
0: life coaches, entrepreneurs, partners, adventure junkies, and avid freedom seekers. If you're tired
1: of not speaking your truth, ready to explore your internal world and reconnect to your best self, we've got you. We are here to remind you that your words, your existence, and
0: your life matters. So, what What are you you not not saying? saying? Get crazy, get wild. Welcome back to your favorite show on the block. (laughs) Woof woof, woof woof. Alrighty, here we are. Let's
1: start it. Welcome to the Say More Show. Welcome back. No, for real. This might be your favorite show on the block. It is, is it yours? It's my favorite show on the block.
0: I love it. Well, as always, let's dive into Say More, Be More, Do More. What, what was up with you this week?
1: Mm, shoot, you're starting with me. Um, how did What I... was up with you this <sighs> week? Let me check in with myself. Actually, everybody check in go? with themselves. Oh, yeah. So let's take a little deep breath. <sighs> well i think i said more Ooh. this week i I'm the queen of it i really was emotional a little bit earlier this week i said more and i did more actually okay so with this full moon be- coming this saturday and um it's my moon is actually in virgo it definitely is why are you laughing <laughs>
0: Uh, Virgo moons are really beautiful in particular and black and white a little bit with your emotions,
1: <laughs> which is perfect. Oh, uh, yes. Okay. So basically at the beginning of the week, I did more. I was doing so much like weird stuff, like going through my phone. And I had literally contacts in there that were from... Back when I had like old apartments and like utility companies, I had all of my like medical contacts in there back when I worked in corporate, all these things. So I cleared up my contacts that felt amazing. I went through my phone, deleted a bunch of pictures, organized the shit out of the weirdest stuff in our apartment and totally got off on it. It was like such a high, (laughs) like it was just so much fun. I was very like structured this week. And then I hit the emotional part. Um, and I really said more and I kind of had to name it. I was very in tune with my body this week. Thank God for that. And I literally woke up and I think I said to you, I was like, I just knew I fell off and I went in the bedroom and just cried. Um, but anyways, I did a lot this week. I feel like I was just a tornado of saying more, doing more and being more. Um, so I was all over the spectrum. You were, and it was really beautiful how you honored
0: yourself and all of that. I think that's that's the challenge for most people is we just gonna move 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 through it. We're emotional but don't want to feel it. We're busy but don't want to do it. We're organized
1: but we don't want to honor it. And you yeah. really honored it. Well, I, I'll be really honest. I didn't fully wanna feel it. I mean I, I went to the bedroom and I like a little kid took the blankets just like this and I like covered my if you guys can't see me, I covered my entire face and just laid there and cried and Kelsey's like, Baby, baby, oh, okay. where are you? <laughs>
0: uh she was in a quite literally in a hole I couldn't find her and then I found her (laughs) and I was like I'm coming to rescue you and then we uh, were we planned to go to the gym and we didn't go to the gym we went on a walk and it's like in those moments you really honored what you needed and you allowed yourself to do what felt good in also integrity with keeping promises to yourself but allowed yourself to do what felt good not in a way of like you know giving like self-sabotaging, but really, truly honoring you. And I think that that takes a lot of um, courage. Thank you.
1: Yeah. How did you say more, be more, do more Kelsey Jane Flanagan? Flanagan. I have been, do you agree that I've been doing more or being more? What Also saying
0: more. I'm on a roll. See, we're all on the (laughs) spectrum today, (laughs) but I feel like I, I've really taken responsibility of my energy. And I've done that by saying more. I've done that by doing more. And I've done that by being more.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, I feel I've seen like you be more vocal this week, and it's yeah, been really
0: beautiful. Yeah, being more vocal with certain things that I'm, like, not okay with, with certain things that are bothering me. I've been consistently, we've been doing, like, our short meditation in the morning that has felt really good. I've been doing more of, like, the morning routine that feels really good for me and, like, getting up out of bed and not wanting to cuddle Jordan for hours (laughs) because then I get, like, mad at myself that my, you know, day starts a little bit more slower. So, yeah, just, like, doing more little things over time and really just, like, knowing that my happiness can be unconditional is, like, my biggest thing lately.
1: Mm. That's so true. I've really seen that in you because at the start of the week, I was like, Dear God, somebody take the reins. What is going to happen? Remember? It was like rough. And then you like totally flipped the script and you were like, You know what? No. And you started living by the motto of like, Who who cares?" cares? Who cares? cares? It doesn't even matter. And so, all the things that normally I feel like would penetrate your energy, you really did a good job of what I saw of like putting an energetic cloak kind of around your body of that no matter what happens in life or what was thrown at you, you really chose happiness above all else. And it was really beautiful.
0: Amen. I forgot about my motto that I'm still living by. Who
1: cares? Who cares? The other thing, too, is
0: I went on a walk the other night and I came back and I told you I literally looked up at the moon and it was almost full. And it was just so beautiful and so quiet outside. And I, I was having like anxiousness. I was feeling exhausted and worried and overwhelmed and stressed and all these things. And I literally looked up at the sky and I said, God, take this from me. I don't want it anymore. Just take it from me. And I completely
1: lost it and cried. Mm. And I
0: came back and everything shifted.
1: You did. Truly. I feel
0: so much lighter. So sometimes mm. you just need to ask for it. Truly. Okay. Well, I'm very impressed with you thank so. you
1: thank you for that energy shift for yourself and for our household we all love you know, saying mommy in a good mood mommy
0: happy everybody happy that's what I'm saying I'm not sure who mommy is this week but I'm mommy
1: well you know we have baby dogs so like you know you're mommy and you're mommy I know. mommy you're sometimes my mommy this is a really odd conversation all
0: right mommy so uh, let's talk about starting, starting messy and starting and what Get sometimes, messy. yeah, sometimes what starting looks like. Yeah. Let's I want to, I want to
1: start getting your hands a little dirty.
0: I want to, okay, cool. go. <laughs> but I want to start with like, you guys listen to this podcast and you know, it's really cool. We have a lot of episodes up to this point, over 40, almost 50 and how we started this
1: was real messy. Um, so Jordan, how <laughs> tell us about it. Yeah. So even starting this podcast, I had obviously never done a podcast before. Kels had done one, so she knew what to expect on the systems. End. However, I thought that I would be fine. We went to sit down. So we're like, okay, we're on the couch. And we're like, how are we gonna sit? How do we need to position the mic? Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do, you know? All the questions, all the logistics coming up for my Capricorn brain. And we go to sit down and record our story, which should be really easy, right? I shouldn't need notes for our story. I should just be able to riff. And we used to have to have notes for every podcast. And the very first one that we recorded, I went to record it and started sobbing. Like, I literally couldn't look Kelsey in the eye and record it because I was so embarrassed that I would like trip over my words or like stutter or talk too quiet or talk too loud. Like it was crazy how many triggers actually came up when I was starting messy, but I'm still really proud of myself for starting. And so we actually didn't even put out the first podcast episode. We put it off for months. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. A long time, like almost a year. I forgot about that. Tried again. yeah, tried again. And finally, when we tried, I had another meltdown the second time and sobbed however I went to the kitchen I grabbed sunglasses I came back in and I said let's fucking do this and I sat there and we recorded the whole thing and it was beautiful and it was messy and I was shaky and I literally laugh ever going back to the first podcast episode which actually makes me think that we should go back and record our story again in a different way because I'm sure we would tell it different since yeah we're way better at this now um, but anyways, the moral of the story is it doesn't really matter what you're starting. Like we started very raw and messy and it was hard. And it doesn't mean that you shouldn't do something just because it's hard, by the way. Like just because something feels like a trigger, or it feels emotional, or you don't have all the answers, or you don't know what it's going to sound like, or you don't know what it's going to look like, you don't know how people will perceive it, doesn't mean that it's not meant to be out in the world or not meant to be done. Mm -hmm. For me, I just needed to tweak something. I'm like, okay. And I'll I'll ask this for anybody. Something I learned in one of the mentorships I went through, um, I was in a trauma-informed breathwork program called Pause Breathwork, six months long. And in there, something they talked about was titration. And they gave the visual of if there was a knob that you turned from one to ten, one being this is so easy, I'm not triggered at all, and ten being fuck you, this is awful, I feel like I'm going to die How can you turn up or down the dial, turning up the dial to push your edges a little bit and push yourself out of your comfort zone, but then turning down the dial and titrating down so that your nervous system isn't getting completely shot. So in that moment of my second meltdown, when I walked out crying, I was like, how can I titrate this down just a little bit so it doesn't feel so triggering and so hard and so for me I was like okay I'm gonna wear sunglasses because if I'm not a hundred percent like seen or if she can't see that I'm about to cry or whatever emotions there it feels a little bit better in my body so no matter how silly I felt doing it and of course couldn't help herself but laugh um it helped me get through that fear and do it messy and do it anyway Mm -hmm, mm-hmm
0: mm-hmm I am really proud of you for that. <laughs> I still want to find a photo. There is a photo of you in your sunglasses, and we were going <laughs> to share it at one point. We will. We will. We may share it when this when this episode goes out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's so powerful is you allowing yourself to just do it anyway and feel the fear. You always say
1: that, feel... Feel the fear Fear and and do it anyway. Yeah, and like rise above that. It's not that the fear- Oh, you're talking about the quote that I have. Like fear is like an acronym. Like if you break it down like F-E-A-R, it's you can face everything and run or face everything and rise.
0: Yes, and that's not that the fear will ever go away or the what ifs are never going to go away. Mm -hmm. It's just choosing to do it anyway and choosing to let fear be alongside of you. No matter, we talk a lot about this, is like no matter what- emotion it is or what feeling we have in order for it to quote unquote go away if that's what we're wanting we actually have to turn towards it the the longer that you actually move away from it and try to run from it and suppress from it or not feel it is the longer that it prolongs rather than moving towards and leaning in and that's something even in like relationship stuff that um this one guy always talks about and it's really powerful
1: yeah, truly. And I always like to say like every new level has new devils. So that fear like you said, it truly does not ever go away. Yeah. You're just faced with a different set of fears, a different set of what ifs, and a different set of questions mm-hmm. with every new thing or scary thing or unknown thing that you step into that really never goes away. You just that's why nervous system regulation is so important and healing work and the inner work is so important that Kelsey and I talk about is because having a regulated nervous system and being in tune with your body and doing that healing work allows you to be with your fear and to be with those emotions and sensations Mm -hmm. and still do it. Yes. Yes.
0: I think too, when we, um, when we first started the podcast, obviously there was a lot there, but also even just like in our relationship, starting something, you know, new and letting go of the past and embracing the unknown, or I didn't even know if like, We talked about this the other day of, like... I was like, how did I actually even know that, like... I I literally moved in with her, like, a week into our relationship. (laughs) And I sold my RV, which was quite literally my home. You sold
1: it within a month.
0: Within a month. And I'm like, how did... I never even, like, thought about what if she, like, doesn't end up with me forever? Or, like, what if this doesn't work out? Like, I didn't have my mind go there, which is really surprising for me. Because I wasn't
1: divorced yet. I had just sent him packing.
0: Yeah, and it, like, thinking about that, of, like, sometimes... I know that that's hard to say, of, like, not to think about those things, but obviously if I would have thought about those things and if those things were there and if I would have allowed those to be real or if I would have ran with them, who knows where we would have been. I probably would have, you know, not moved in right away and let the logistics like win. But that's not letting like love win. And so sometimes too, I think the thing of like when we start, one thing that is helpful is like, what if love were to drive this, what would it, where would you go and what would you do? Versus like, if fear would drive this, of course you won't start. And of course you're worried about, you know, everything else. And of course you're, you know, worried about the what ifs and it not working out. But what if like flip the other side of the fence of like, what if love would drive your next decision and your best next step? Mm -hmm. Because I wouldn't have known that our entire life, you know, would be where it is today if I would have let fear drive the bus in those situations
1: that's a really, really good way to look at it. And very, very true. It's like when fear does run the show completely, you just get into this thought spiral, I think of limiting beliefs and all Mm -hmm. of the doubts. And it gets almost like if you imagine like fog coming in from like the ocean and you can't really see the, the sunset or like or you can't see the sunrise or like the horizon. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's kind of like where your, your head gets stuck in like that mist or that fog or the clouds or whatever you want to call it when fear is there. But when we're leading with love, it's very, very clear how we should mm-hmm. lead because love al- isn't always logic. Leading, mm-hmm. leading with love is not logic. Mm-hmm. And that's why we always say like throw logic out of the window. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, you can weigh things out all day, but logic logic shouldn't be what is steering your life. Totally. Yeah. I look, le- I see people
0: I, so with pause and me doing like the phone calls and like chatting with people about like, okay, do you want to become a breath facilitator? Is this like the thing that you want to do next with your life? You're maybe your CEO and you're changing your mind and wanting to do healing work and you're finally answering that call, or maybe you're a coach and you want to go deeper with your clients. There's literally, it's such a clear distinction of somebody that's living in logic and somebody that lives by their heart. And the, actually the one person that lives by their logic, there's so much turmoil and, and stress because they're thinking so deeply about what if this doesn't work out or, oh God, I can't do that. Or, oh no, I have to think about it. And they sit on it. Literally this one lady, she's sitting on this decision now 45 days. She knows she wants to do it. She could have been 45 days into doing something completely different, right? But we sit on it, we wait. And, and I will also name this is we're going to go on human design talk really quick okay Take so human design, like we we allow the way all these like we're talking to like virgo moon or you're a human design and you're a mani jinn and then you're a sacral authority and then your emotional authority like if you know human design or astrology or maybe enneagram we i've seen so many people become attached to these identities that they use them for justification for your patterns and when in reality we don't, we're not using these things to empower ourselves. We're using these things to take our power, but you don't realize it because you're so attached to, well, I'm a, well, I'm a Manny gin. so I'm just going to change my mind. And then all of a sudden you're like out committing yourself and then, oh, I'm a projector. And then all of a sudden you're wasting your days. Cause you're, you know, you're lazy and you can only work two days, two days, two hours a day. And you're not living the life that you want because you're using these things as justifications for your patterns. Mm-hmm. Anyhow.
1: <laughs> totally. Yeah, a little bit of context on that. So if you don't know much about human design, um, you just put in, you can go to the website, humandesign.com, whatever, and like put in your birthday and. Your name and whatever and all of those things and out will pop like this whole chart which is going to look complicated and confusing but when that comes out essentially there's a part under there that will say authority and that's what we were referring to is basically your type which as she gave she said a manager or like a projector or whatever or your authority those kinds of things become labels and that's kind of I think what you were explaining yeah. right Kelsey, is that like That's what people get so, so attached to and use as a badge of honor, just like trauma or anything like that. Or even like, like you're saying, like labels of, oh, I'm a, I'm a people pleaser or
0: I'm, I'm ADHD or I'm whatever. We become so attached to not even just labels of those things, but beliefs about ourselves. Or even stories.
1: Like, I'll give an example of, since we were just talking about the podcast, I, I was like, I've never done speaking before, so I'm not a good speaker, a speaker. because yeah. I stumble on my words. Well, that doesn't make me a bad speaker. That just makes me human. And I sometimes have a little bit of trouble when I'm talking enunciating fully, um, but that doesn't make me a bad speaker. But that was a story that I had, but I didn't stay attached to that. I just let that story be present, mm-hmm. acknowledge it. And I still took action and allowed myself to take take a messy approach regardless of how it came out
0: Mm -hmm. so I'm
1: curious for you Kels what's maybe something you have done where you started messy even though there was fear present Mm, literally I feel like everything in my life but what examples should I give I mean, you were kind of talking about our relationship. Do you want to maybe go a little bit deeper there and talk about how like you had never been with a woman before me and how scary like that was?
0: Yeah, I feel like that's such a it was such a weird time because I literally feel like I was like so on my body and I'm like, I I had no logic. And then when logic did appear, it was like it it tried to get in the way, but it didn't. But I think what I experienced with our relationship specifically was more so like it was like one, it was literally one day at a time of like just step by step. And like, I didn't think about, oh my gosh, well, what if the RV, it's going back to like not having those questions in my mind. And it's hard to explain that. But I, during that time I was, not that I was way more like regulated, but I like really was a little bit more intentional with the, with like my personal work. So I allowed myself just to feel that, but still continue to follow my heart. It's like, yes, it was scary. I've never been with a woman. I had no idea what other people were gonna think. I was scared to tell my family. I was scared to come back to like the town that I lived in. Like people viewed me as some way, and I think my biggest focus on that was to accept myself. And we did a really good job of accepting it within ourselves first before sharing. Mm -hmm. And so it's like self-acceptance truly is the portal to transformation. If you don't accept something about yourself, if you don't accept that you may ruffle people's feathers, if you don't accept that this is your truth and you don't accept that, that is where you're not going to start something. If you don't accept that this is your belief and you want to help people on a deep level and you want to quit the corporate job and you know, you're know you not following people's footsteps and you're going to carve out your own damn path, you have to accept that you want to do that.
1: Do you think Not that for others. That, yeah, no, I totally agree. Do you think that that helped you stay in like the actionable phase of like taking messy action in our relationship and staying committed and in it? By keeping our circle tighter or by staying in that self-acceptance phase because you named that you, you didn't lead with logic at all for the first few months. Do you think mm-hmm. that that helped you stay present and in it?
0: Totally. I think you have to be careful with who you share your big dreams with and who you share your goals with and who you share your desires with because it's going to be easy for people to squash it or people to not get it. And if you, we've said this, if you're not so – what's the word? If you're not so – not dedicated but but sure of yourself, it's easy for people to fuck with you.
1: Oh, yeah. You no, know, like if like, if so like
0: you're not sure about your beliefs and what you want and your desires and your dreams – People
1: are going to cast those projections onto you and you're going to feel more floppy. So when the logic did start to set in, which was about like three to four months into the relationship, how did you handle like logic starting to come in? Because everything to that point had been like messy action, just take day by day, like stay in this, trust, lead with love, like all of those things. But at some point, whether it's on day one or day 100, And the logic starts to set in. How did you handle that and navigate? Mm -hmm.
0: I think it's coming back to like, like we're talking about is like the practices of regulating yourself and being more in your body more often, right? Allowing yourself to lean more into trust and acceptance and to get back into the, because once we jump into the fear, we're typically in our minds. So what are the practices that allow you to be more in your body, to be more within tune with yourself? So Mm More of those things that regulate yourself, right? More walking, more intentional time with you, more embodiment movement, more allowing yourself to feel Somatic the logic. Crashes, yeah, like, like all. Those yeah, like allowing yourself to feel the logic come in. Don't don't let that keep winning or keep running the show. It's like okay, this is present, beautiful. Let me accept that. Let me turn towards that. Be with that, but not let that be my story.
1: Mm so good I think that there's so much power in that and I love that you named it that it's really that simple and it really is just being in tune with yourself I think and practicing coming back to being with your body and noticing and naming what is there and being with it not ignoring it But not letting it steer and run the show. Because I'm I'm my own worst critic and like when I'm in that, I just can
0: I can literally think the worst things and Oh my god. Her friend once
1: said, her friend Megan, this is so funny, Kelsey used to come up with the most crazy stories before like my divorce was finalized oh my god I would be Um, in such a wreck yeah it was it was quite the journey and I really applaud Kels for hanging in there with me through that because I know that could not have been easy at all um but she would come up with like all these stories that I was gonna like leave her and I was gonna stay in Ohio when I went to like visit home and like sign the divorce papers and whatever and she's like oh my god she's never gonna come home and I saw my like old dogs and Megan was like (laughs) so how did she say she's like stop Stop You're pretending. Bad stop pretending you can write a book. You're a bad author.
0: Yes, and it was. It's like I was about I was telling the craziest stories in my mind. And I I was so in my mind. I was literally like worried about where she was. Like I was so anxious and I wasn't feeling the anxiety. Like I was just letting it ruminate and get bigger and bigger and bigger and it literally just became me.
1: Mhm. It almost actually ended our relationship, but actually started to push me away because Kels I needed her more. to more anxious attachment and i went to more avoidant and so the more that she needed me and created these stories the more that i actually started to pull away and want to put up a whole armor around me um and it actually almost ended us but we came together we worked through it <laughs> we I named was it worried i was mm-hmm. like what was i gonna do without
0: you oh i would never leave my nugget yeah i was oh man Don't take me back there. Anyhow,
1: anything else? I just, whether it is, I just want to name whatever it is, whether it's a relationship that you're wanting to start, whether it's a business that you want to do, whether it's leaving corporate, maybe it's writing a book, maybe it's going on a crazy adventure, maybe it's coming to one of our retreats anything that you're we're starting a podcast, anything that you're wanting to do, start now, start today, take messy action. You don't need a plan. That's the thing. So, and I get this. I so get this. So to any of our type A listeners that love writing out a fucking plan with a million things, <laughs> and I'm going to go here, here, and here, and then I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to do that guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fuck the plan. You know what? Whether you believe in God, the universe, or I don't care what you believe in. Mm -hmm. You don't have the grand plan. I'm sorry to tell you, but you don't have the grand plan. You can have an idea. You can have dreams and goals and desires and things that you want to accomplish, but how you're going to get there, you don't get to know that. Mm -hmm. You don't get to know that. So throw away the plan for a moment. Throw your hands in the air. Surrender name what you're wanting to step into and just take one step towards that thing every day even if it sucks, even if it hurts, even if it's embarrassing, you're not going to die. Okay. You're not oh. going to die. Remind yourself that let that be a mantra. Even mm-hmm. so good.
0: I love when you get on that. Oh, spicy. <laughs> I wanted to name something that you, that you just mentioned. Oh, I forgot it. Oh shoot, (laughs) you forgot? I literally forgot, it
1: like went away. Oh no, you brain farted, maybe it'll come back. Oh what were you just saying? It was so good. I mean, I was just saying so much to you about not being a planner, about letting it go, surrendering. Mm, 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 must not have been that good. Damn. Must not have been.
0: But anyways, shoot, I want to go back and listen to that and plug it back in, hopefully. (laughs) Maybe we will. It'll be a bonus trailer at the end of this bonus, one. Bonus,
1: bonus, bonus. Um, but in all seriousness, yes. if there's something on your heart, if there's something you want to do, you can do it. Take messy action. Yep. Take a step. If you need somebody to support you that is going to support the dream, support the step, reach out to us. Tag us. Share this podcast. Um, give us a rating a review. Let us support you in whatever way. Feels good. Also, side note, Sedona is officially sold out. So, We have one retreat left in 2024, which is into the wild in South Africa. It's going to be epic. It's going to be amazing. We just booked the safari. It's freaking unreal. Um, And this is actually the first retreat that's going to have all of the elements. So that's going to be pretty epic in and of itself. That retreat house is unbelievable. Anyways, this is August 30th through September. Reach out to us live. Let us know you a few spots left. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week. And we will see, see you, you on the other on side. The other side.